Terry Finney. Uh, I'm the owner uh, of Affordable Inspection Service. And um, I'm, I'm, this is my first webinar, so be gentle. But uh, I, uh, I got plucked to talk about, um, they're calling them ride-alongs. Um, on our side of town, we call them parallels. Um, but uh, it's gonna be uh, hopefully an interesting talk. I'll, I'll try to stretch it out for as long as I can. I don't know if I can get an hour out of this, but we'll do our best. Um, but uh, so a little bit about me, my background. Um, I've been the owner of Affordable Inspection since 2004. Um, I've been in the inspection industry for well over 20 years had an engineering background um, and basically uh, dabbled around all over commercial. I did some construction work um, and just found my way into residential home inspection. Um, that being said, I uh, purchased this company, uh, like I said, back in 04. Um, I was lucky in that sense that um, I, I was able to get something that was already established. Um, so as some guys, um, essentially what, what I do parallels for guys that are starting out, um, they, you know, starting at the ground. And I, I, I feel for anybody that's, that's just coming in and starting out, especially right now, the business is a little, it, it's a little hairy right now. Um, but, uh, you know, I was, like I said, fortunate enough to come in um, at a time when it was, it was the inspection industry was hot. Um, I'm a multi-inspector firm. I have four other guys. I have an office manager. Um, and basically, you know, we do anywhere between six to 800 inspections a year. Um, so yeah, we, we do all right for ourselves here in Northeast Ohio. Um, it's not a, a mecca of, of real estate here, but you know, we do, there are a lot of home transactions, I can tell you that. Um, so how I, how I became the parallel guy um, started off with um, basically the state of Ohio um, became a, a state license required uh, right before it was 2019, um, they started the, uh, the process. Um, so everyone was scrambling, trying to figure out what they had to do and get in place to do the um, state licensing. And then COVID hit. Um, when that happened, everything kind of went on pause. Um, so a lot of us already had established it. Um, we, we, most guys that had companies and, you know, knew that this was coming and had to get it, we jumped right on it. Um, obviously, you know, to, to stay in business and also, you know, being able to put state certification on anything, you know, it was, it was a selling point. Um, but nonetheless, we um, became, they paused it during COVID. So I was already had uh, the state certification in, but the, re the re requirement to be state certified did not go into effect until um, 2001. Um, so that being said, they unpaused everything. And while all of that was happening, um, I was on the phone with Internashi back and forth. You know, there's lots of calls, you know, like what's going on. You know, they were calling. We don't, we don't know. The state's confused, you know, as it goes with state governments. Um, you know, there was just a lot of confusion and it was a new thing. So, you know, everybody was trying to get their hands on it. All these rules were, you know, they're trying to make everything. It was just craziness. So as I was calling, trying to get answers to things from Internashi. Um, I started to build a little bit of a repertoire calling all the time and I was answering questions, they were answering questions, we were both asking questions. Um, and I think at the end of the day, um, you know, I got all the answers I needed. I, you know, I was state certified. If Internashi got everything they needed, 
you know, to post what was required for the state of Ohio. And when all the smoke settled, um, there was this need for a parallels, um, which basically is where I came in. Um, and Kayla from International, I don't know if, if, if you all are familiar with her or not, but she reached out to me and called and said, hey, you know, the state of Ohio requires a parallel inspector. Would you be interested in advertising yourself on International? And I, I said, yeah, sure, why not, you know? Um, so once I did that, anyone who goes to Internashi, um, if, if for the state of Ohio, that is, and, and, you're, and you're looking for the state requirements to become a home inspector, you will essentially scroll down. It gives you all the, you know, what you have to do, the classes, all the, all the um, requirements. And then my name is in there under the parallels. Um, so right off the bat, I started getting calls right away. And I mean, from, I was literally the only guy listed on there for the entire state of Ohio. I still am. Um, so I was getting calls immediately, like guys all over the entire state. And so I, I rapidly had to figure out like, okay, how, how is this going to work? So I, it was a little bit of a trial by fire, so to speak. And so that's basically how I got into it. Um, now, I don't know, um, looking at the list of attendees, who are, who out of this is um, currently inspectors looking to add, you know, value or looking to bring on guys to train, or if you're someone who's trying to become an inspector and you're looking to do parallels, um, either way, um, you're going to, I'm, I'm going to explain what an actual parallel is. Um, Oh, I just got a question. I'll get to that in just a second, my man. Um, so a, a parallel or ride along as, as it's being called in this webinar um, is basically exactly what it sounds like. Um, it's when either a student or a new inspector or a certified inspector rides along. Uh, they just come along with you. Um, now, some people's definition of a of a ride along or parallel or whatever could be different. And, and maybe my idea of it is different or the state of Ohio, what they're deeming what it is might be different. Um, that being said, it's literally, a, they are just shadowing you. Uh, and this is what I explain to people when they call. Um, the person comes along, they're like your, you know, they're like your shadow. They just come along almost as a, like we tell the client to be, you know, you know, follow me around, ask questions. It's the same thing. There, you know, I have to go into it thinking this person doesn't know anything. You know, what now if they come and they're a certified inspector and they're just looking to get some some field experience or they're trying to, you know, see how another guy does it, you know, we can establish that once once we're rolling. But um I tend to think most of the guys that I'm taking out are, are new. They don't know anything. They're pretty green. Um, so when they come along, they literally are just following them around like a puppy dog. Um, so that's essentially what a parallel is. Um, now, why are, you know, why are, are you doing parallels? You know, they're either trying to obtain their state license. Um, they're trying to re receive some continuing education or they're trying to get more field experience. Um, you know, I've had a couple guys that were already as inspectors. They, they went through the whole litany of doing it. Um, they had to do the parallels to get the um, state certification. So they had a little pretty good handle on, on inspecting and the process and everything. Um, so when they come along, you know, it's kind of almost like having a helper, but, you know, the, nobody, no two guys inspects the same. So, you know, they kind of just feeling out how I do it. Um, but you're always going to learn something. If I went on a parallel with someone else, I'm going to pick things up and I'm going to learn things. Um, but for the most part, the guys that are coming are completely never done this before. They, they've never been in the field. They've never, of all the guys I've taken thus far, the 95% of them have never done this before. 
they've all um, just been, the, the first inspection they go on with me is the first inspection they've been on other than buying their own house or you know attending an inspection or you know but they've never gone on one so a lot of these I'm like literally I'm starting at square one I'm, I'm walking them through it so um, that's kind of what a parallel is the ride along um, how how to find a parallel inspector I mean essentially I said already you know if if you go um, on Internashi's website, and actually I'll just, uh, let me, oh, shoot, I am not logged in here. Um, I'll have to get logged in. Um, if you log in to Internashi and go under the state of Ohio, I don't know if any other, if any other guys are um, listed for any other states, actually. I've never um, researched that, but um, if you go under the requirements for the state of Ohio, um, you'll see me in there and, and if you click on it, you, you'll, my, you can email me directly right from that, right from the international website. Um, so a lot of my, um, interactions come directly from the international website and they'll just ask questions right out of it. Um, so I, uh, that is one of the ways, um, the website, um, I would also suggest, um, to call the state. Um, whatever state you're looking to become a, a para, you know, a, an inspector in, um, call the state if it's a if it's a state that requires, you know, that you have to have parallels, then they probably could provide you with information, or maybe they have inspectors that are listed with the state. Um, the other way I would say is also reach out to realtors. Um, you know, realtors have their trusted inspectors; they have their guys. Um, and you know, they're, they're the ones that are, I mean, they're essentially where we get, you know, 90% of our business from, you know, you call a couple of realtors say, Hey, I'm looking for an inspector to ride along with. And cause they might have inspectors that are really good inspectors, but maybe they're not personable with other guys. Um, so they, a realtor is a great source to just say, Hey, I'm looking for a ride along. And they could say, oh, I got a, I got a guy or girl um, for you. Um, they're a perfect match for you. You know, you get along with them. So that would be my start of, of how you would find someone. Um, now, obviously, if, you know, the, this turns the other way. So that's if you're a, if you're not an inspector looking to become one, if you're already an established inspector um, and you're looking to become a parallel guy, you want to add this. Um, the first thing I would do again is contact Internashi. Um, you know, they, they are our lifeline. So I would contact them, say, hey, I, I'm in the state of, you know, blank. And you know, I've looked it up. My state does require um, parallels. I'd like to be listed on your um, website as a guy that can be contacted for parallel inspections. Um, so in doing that, I did some research. Um, let me see if I can get to this. Um, so on Spectora, um, which I don't, I, actually don't use Spectora, but I was doing a uh, search and they have a state-by-state -state home inspector licensing requirement that lists all the states that require licensing and don't, and then also all of the state requirements are listed with the um, phone numbers, emails, addresses, everything. So it's actually very, very um, informative. Um, but I went through there and as I was... Uh, Searching through, I, I just jotted some numbers down. Um, uh, 31 states, as of right now, do require um, state licensing. 19 do not. Um, I, you know, and I can't, I'm not going to list them all, but if you go on the map, you can certainly figure out which ones they are. Um, so of the 31 that do require state licensing, um, 
18 require some sort of parallel or ride along. They, re they require you to ride along with a certified inspector um, and log either so many um, ride alongs or so many hours or however, however it's, it is. Um, um, let me read this here. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I would uh, find out what your state requires. Um, and then um, reach out to Internashi, get listed on there. Or if, you know, if you're not an Internashi user, you know, whatever way you want to get listed, um, you know, whether it's on your website, whether it's um, through the state itself. Um, but just to, as an example, the state of Ohio requires 10 parallels, which um, is kind of laughable. Um, I, I don't make the rules, you know, I'm just a guy. Uh, but in my personal opinion, I mean, when I get done um, with the 10 parallels with most guys and I set them loose, I, I, I kind of like have to do to the sign of the cross, you know, I'm like, wow, that's, that's it. You know, like you're going to literally go get a license to become an inspector right now. And I, I just, it baffles my mind. I, I can't believe that the state would think that you could take some courses. Uh, and I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, becoming um, an internationally certified inspector is very intense and, you know, the training is hard and the, the tests are, you know, very, um, you, you require a lot, a lot of knowledge to pass and, and, and fulfill all the requirements for Internashi. And those, um, they kind of cross over the state of Ohio, Internashi, and most states, you know, what they're requiring is, is the same thing. But we all know the field is where you're like, that's where your bread and butter is. I mean, you, you're getting all your experience in the field. Um, you could know everything, you, uh, you could be able to rip a furnace completely apart and put it back together. It doesn't mean you can be a good inspector. Um, so there's just so many things that go with actually doing an inspection in front of a client. Um, so I, it's just, it, it boggles my mind that 10 is the number that they came up with. But that, that being said, that is what it is. Um, the nice thing about that number is for me, you know, it's a short amount of time I spend with, with, a, with a person, you know, I, by the time they come in, I get to know them, you know, we get rolling 10, it's like 10 over pretty quickly, you know, depending on how busy I am. I mean, it can go pretty fast. I, I've gotten the guys through in like three weeks. Um, um, some guys take longer, you know, it's just a scheduling thing. We'll get into that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy. 10. I, I, I'm, it, like I said, I, I, I just, I, I do the sign of the cross. I swear when they leave, I'm like, good, good luck, man. You know, I hope you, you fare well out there. Um, and, and hopefully they do, um, which brings me to my next point. Um, I, I was asked this at the conference, um, this year out in California, like, uh, quite a bit when I when we got into the subject and I was talking to guys about that I do this and a lot of guys were like why do you do that like what why are you training guys that are essentially going to become your competition and and I totally understand that I really do um you know I'm training guys in my local area or you know guys some of them do travel um to get to me but you know, I am essentially training guys that are going to become inspectors in my area and essentially potentially take business from me. Um, that being said, I, I mean, if that's how we all, all, if we all felt that way all the time about everything, you know, A, our industry would, would go to crap, would, would die because nobody would care about anything but themselves. And two, I feel an obligation to make sure 
that people are trained properly, that, that inspectors, um, when they go out in the field, when they're out there and they're representing the home inspection industry and potentially Internashi and um, just us in general, you know, they, they don't make a mockery of it. They don't, you know, go out there and look like idiots. Um, so if, if my 10 inspections that I get to hang out with these guys can rub off just a little bit, and I'm not saying I'm this great inspector or anything, I'm just saying I have enough respect for the industry itself that I would love for people to, you know, take what I'm teaching them, apply it, and, and you know, go forward. And then maybe someday they, um, they can pass it on, you know, you know, pay it forward. Um, I, you know, that, that's essentially one of the main reasons I do it. Obviously, uno, reason number one is additional income stream. Um, so last year I made upwards of an additional $10,000, um, taking guys on parallels that, you know, that was money that was, I wasn't going to make, you know, and it was just for having a guy be with me, you know? And so I was told by Kayla and a couple other people, I don't charge enough. Um, I try to be representative of what the, our market is here and what our home inspections cost, you know? So, you know, that's it. I know in other States, home inspections cost a lot. Therefore the parallels might cost a little more, you know, it's, it's relative, you know, I charge a hundred dollars per inspection. So after 10, it's $1,000. I took 10 guys last year on parallels. So, I mean, it's pretty easy math. I made $10,000. But, um, you know, it's an income stream. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it's extra money. Um, and it, it's extra money that literally does not, the only portion of it that requires me to do any work is at the end of the um, 10 parallels there, the state of Ohio has these affidavits that we have to fill out and have notarized. Um, so as part of their, the money they're spending, I fill all of those out for them. And then we go together and get them notarized. And I give them that, and I, I print them a nice little certificate and say they've completed their 10 parallel inspections. Um, but other than that, you're literally making an extra hundred dollars on your inspection for just doing your inspection. It, it's just, a person with you. You're explaining things sometimes exactly the same as you explain them to the client. Um, so it's not a huge difference. There's not, it, it's not taxing on you. It's not, you know, it's not all of this, you know, there's not a lot going on. I will say this, um, it, it can add some time to your inspection because, you know, you, you're obviously doing a lot more talking. Um, another big reason I've been doing it is, so when I started doing this, I've uh, been doing it uh, going on two years, no, two years now, yeah, um, is since I'm a multi-inspector firm, or you might not be a multi-inspector firm, but you're looking to become one, you know, it's really, really difficult in our industry to just find somebody who's an inspector. A, that is an inspector or becoming an inspector that you can groom to be your inspector that inspects the way you want them to, the way um, your company does things and, and follows kind of the, your pattern through, through an inspection. Um, most guys, you know, how do you, how do you expand? You know, you're going to find a guy who is either already an inspector and you're going to hire him and he's got his ways, his tools, his things, his way of thinking, his way he goes through a house, everything is how he's done it already. And you're probably going to pay that guy a pretty good sum of money to leave his little nest egg and become an employee of yours. Um, so the only other ways, you know, that you can hire guys is just, you know, through sheer luck of finding someone that's happens to be looking to become an inspector and you, you get to talking with friends or family and, you know, Joe Smith over here, Hey, I've really wanted to be a home inspector. Great. 
well, you know, this is what you got to do. And you start taking classes. I suggest you sign up with Internashi, you know, and you, you start walking people through it. And then they see how much work it is and that there's, you know, upfront costs and people, it turns people away. So reason number two, probably really it's like 1A and 1B with me as far as why I'm doing this is I get to interview new talent on a constant basis. I, I get to see guys come through uh, by the third, fourth inspection. I already know whether I, I'd let, offer this guy a job and hire him or not. You know, I already know what kind of person he is. I, you know, and then I, I can start the process of, you know, all right, how am I going to slow play this guy into saying, you know, so when I get to the end, I can say, hey, what are you doing? Do you have a plan? Are you going to take this and start your own company? And let me explain to you how hard that's going to be. You know, it's difficult to start from scratch. You know, what is your um, goals? What's your, are you looking to do this as a part-time job? Is this going to be your full-time income? You know, I just start throwing questions out you know, and, you know, most guys are pretty smart. They know where I'm going, but, you know, at the end, you know, I say, Hey, how, would you be interested in becoming an inspector with me? You know, most of the time, no, they want to do it on their own and that's totally fine. But I've planted that seed, which they know now, like, Hey, I know this guy, he's established. And I know if I called him one day and said, Hey, are you still looking for inspectors? You know, they could call me. Um, that being said, I have two guys that I am now currently training. I'm training. They went through all the 10 parallels. They did all the, you know, all the requirements. And now um, they're, one is studying for the test for the state of Ohio. One has already passed it, but they're under my, you know, my training for, to, to work for me, um, which is a lot more than 10 parallels. <laughs> so um, when, when they go for a long time before I, you know, release them to, to do this on their own. But um, so again, it's a really, really good way to um, explore new talent, find it. Um, it, you know, if, if you were just going to hire a guy or you just put it out there and said, Hey, I'm looking, I'm looking for an inspector and somebody showed up, they, they probably think they already have it they have the upper hand, right? You're looking for someone, they're coming. This is completely risk-free. You're taking people on parallels, which is a requirement of theirs. They have to do this to get their license. While they're doing it, you're basically behind the scenes interviewing them the whole time. Um, so at the end, you can make your move. You can say, hey, I would love to hire you. You know, this is, the, and then give them the lowdown. Um, and that's exactly how I got these two guys that are going to start working for me, you know, and, and hopefully take me from having four guys to six guys. Um, is I, they were two guys. I, I just loved, I loved their approach. They were, you know, they were new, they were green. They didn't know anything, but they, they asked questions and they were intuitive and they were, um, they like sponges. They wanted to learn. They had great attitudes. They had, um, really good client skills you know like they didn't they didn't you know talk too much they didn't you know say the wrong things they knew when they keep their mouths shut they knew when they needed to speak so you know all those things that i'm looking for and they uh, exuded all of those things so you know when i when the point came where i said what are you doing and they said i don't know you know i just wanted to be, become a home inspector and i offered him a job the one the one guy was like flabbergasted he couldn't even believe it um, and he was like, oh my God, I would love that. I would love to work for your company. So it, it worked out, you know, but again, that's, that's, I'm not saying that's always, it's going to work like that every time, but again, it's a, a very good reason to want to get into this. If you're an experienced inspector, if you already are a multi-firm inspection company and you want to add this to your repertoire to bring in new talent, I'm telling you, it's, it's a phenomenal way. Um, Hopefully people from Ohio aren't watching this and they're going to take all my guys from me. But um, so um, another reason I do this uh, is, you know, we're always just today, like being on this webinar, you know, we're always trying to do things to improve ourselves, to stay sharp, to stay on top of our business. Um, 
you know, we attend um, these conferences, we watch webinars, we take classes, we do CEUs, all these things, right? We're trying to just always learn the newest things, always, you know, pick up our knowledge. But um, this really, I, I found when I have guys with me, it's, it keeps me so sharp because people ask questions constantly. They are, you know, hey, what is that? Why do we inspect? You know, because you got to, I have to think like they're fresh. Most of the guys are fresh out of school, like fresh out of classes, whether they took the international courses, whether they took um, a college courses for home inspection, whatever way they got there, they're usually just got done. And they are loaded with questions. I mean, they're, you know, they are asking, they ask things. I mean, sometimes I'm, I have to like stop myself and like, okay, like slow down. Um, you know, just follow me for a little while and then we can start, you know, cause sometimes we'll get so bogged down and I don't mind talking. I don't mind explaining, but you know, I don't want to turn my, you know, two hour inspection into a four hour inspection. Um, nor does the client or the realtor. Um, so that being said, it, it keeps me sharp. You know, there are, there are times um, that they'll ask questions that sometimes I, you know, I don't know the answer, you know, I, we don't know everything. Um, and I'll literally be like, wow, I, that's a really good question, you know? And, and I always tell guys, you know, if I don't know it, I'll say, hey, you know, first of all, we, we, we you know, I inspect with my, my phone, my app is, is on my phone. And I always say, you know, Google is our friend, you know, <laughs> like I'll Google something right there in front of the client. They don't even know I'm doing it. You know, they're, they asked me a question and I was already Googling it. I'm already looking it up um, and I've got the answer. And then, you know, I'll slow play, come around, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at this. And then all of a sudden I got the answer to the question and I answer it. You know, um, I do the same thing with the parallel guys. You know, they ask me something. I don't I mean, I don't want to just be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this, you know, but you know, they're asking, they tend to ask a lot of like, uh, technical questions, you know, and, and you know, when we get in the field, it tends to be the technical side of our job tends to lessen more so than the hands-on field side. You know, it's, we have to know the technical stuff, but you're not spewing all kinds of technical knowledge while you're out in the field. I mean, rarely you do. Um, there's the occasion where you might, um, over explain something like you're talking to a client about how air conditioning works or something and, and you start getting into the science of it or, or details, you know, and you could get into technical stuff. But most of the time, I, we're not in the field, you know, spewing all of our technical knowledge that we've acquired over all these years. Um, you know, we're just keeping everything kind of general. And it's obviously, it's a, it's a visual inspection, you know, and we keep everything just sort of simple. Um, but these guys, I've just noticed as I go, um, they, they just start, you know, it, it's always with the mechanicals or electrical, you know, because those seem to be the two things that either A, people have the least amount of knowledge about, or B, you know, they just want to know the most about because they feel like they, they, they need to inundate themselves with knowledge about electrical, you know, and HVAC and, you know, plumbing as well, but not as much, but it's like, guys, you know, like you don't always have to know every single detail of every single thing, but it's awesome because I get asked questions that sometimes, like I said, I'll be like, wow, I, I don't know the answer to that, you know, but um, it keeps me sharp. I, I really, it, it, it's, it keeps me on my toes. Um, so, so basically, I'll walk you through how, how it goes for me, um, how I do it, my approach um, in the field. So like I said before, I'm, I'm listed on Internashi. Um, so I'll either get a phone call, uh, my, my phone number's in there, they'll either call the office or I will get an email. Um, when that happens, um, I, you know, at my soonest convenience, I email them back or call them back. Um, Get their information, find out what's going on. Usually my questions are always, you know, where are you at in your training? You know, are you, did you just start um, your classroom work? 
you know, are you, have you graduated everything and you just need the parallels, you know, where are you at? Um, I try to establish that first. Uh, that's usually followed up with what do you know? Like, what is your experience? Um, you know, so I just start to get a feel for the person um, and, and where they're, where they're coming from. Um, I explain to them um, what a parallel is, you know, what the ride along is and, and what is expected of them. You know, I, I want them to know right away, like, hey, a parallel is exactly what it sounds like. You're going to come along with me. You don't need to bring any tools. You don't need to bring anything but your an open mind and, and an ability to um, absorb information. Um, and, you know, all the questions you want to ask. So, you know, I let them know you're, you're going to come with me. You're going to follow me along. And this is how it's going to go. Um, I do send out. So there was a time, like, especially in the summer where I had, I was, uh, geez, I had seven people at the same time doing parallels. Um, so I send out an email blast, uh, usually Sunday night, Monday morning with whatever inspections have come in so far for the week. And I just send them out. Um, and I basically tell everybody it's a first come first serve, um, situation. I, you know, I, I have, it's the only way I could do it that it remains fair. Um, cause I've had guys that, Oh, I can make every, anyone you want. I'm available. I'll just, just put me down. I'll come to all of them. I said, well, I can't, I can't just do that. I, I have to, you know, offer myself up to everybody. So I send out an email and then if a guy is a, an email hawker and he's just sitting there waiting for the email to come in and he answers, well, good on him. Um, but so far it's worked. It, that, that system has worked. I send out an email, people respond. And then, you know, I send them the, the detailed information for the inspection. So they know where they're going. Um, and I go from there. Uh, I would expect um, additional time. Um, like I said, a lot more questions get asked, you know, in addition to the client being there or the realtor, you know, you now you have a, another person who you're, you know, you're not necessarily, it's not training because it's not a classroom environment. It's a parallel. Um, and I, I personally think there's a difference if this was a, a uh, like a learning inspection where you were teaching like an inspection class in the field, that'd be totally different. You know, you would be stopping at every single aspect of the inspection and explaining why you're doing this and what's going on and why do we look at this and oh, we, we do this and we don't do that. I mean, it's different. You're just doing your inspection and that person's following you. But nonetheless, they're asking questions along the way and they're, you know, trying to figure out they, they don't even know sometimes when they sh should ask a question, you know, they're just following. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, oh my God, I have so many questions, you know? And I say, you know what, you're going to go on 10 of these, just save them up and ask on the next one. Um, so do expect that your parallels will take you longer than a regular inspection, just naturally, you know, of course. Um, I introduce them um, it depends, you know, you know, we have our relationships with our realtors and some realtors can be persnickety. Um, some are particular about certain things, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, we always do our research of, of where we're going, um, what, you know, all the information we can get on that property before we end up there. Um, so there are times that I, I will not offer up a parallel, you know, once I look at a property or I, I know the realtor or, or, you know, something of that nature where I just like this, this one's not going out for parallels. You know, I don't want somebody with me on this or, you know, this is not a good situation. Um, but that being said, when I show up um, and the parallel guy or girl shows up, um, I immediately introduce them to the realtor when they get there. Um, and, you know, I, Hey, I'm Terry. If I, if it's a realtor, I know, and I work with before, you know, we, we say our pleasantries, get them out of the way. And then I just say, you know, this is so-and-so, um, they are along with me for training. It's a parallel inspection, you know, just you know, introduce them. And then most of the time they're, they're cordial and say, hi, and thank you for letting me come along. Um, and I also let the client know, and I, I do ask, um, if it's okay, um, because you never know. 
I, who knows? You know, somebody might be like, I'm not comfortable with having this other person here. It hasn't happened to me yet, but I still ask if it's okay. You know, um, just same as asking when you're going to send the report to the client, you ask if it's okay if you can send it to the realtor, right? We all know we're going to send it to both the realtor and the client, but we have to ask the permission because, you know, it's, it's the right thing to do and it's their property. And, but I've never had a client say, no, don't send it to the realtor. So in this case, it's the same. They've never said, no, you can't have this parallel dialogue, but I'd still ask, you know, is it all right that they're here with me? Um, so just, it kind of, it's, it's nice. It makes them feel important that we, we ask that question. Um, as they get more comfortable, usually it's after between three and five. Um, around the third, fourth, fifth parallel, you'll see the, the light bulb come on. They'll, they'll, they start there. They understand my flow. Like they understand how I'm going to move through a house. They understand how I talk to the realtor and client and they start to understand the process, which is awesome. That's what we want. They only get 10 of these. So we want them to catch on pretty quickly. Um, but after three or five, I start to give tasks then. You know, up to that point, you know, and again, everyone's a little different. I have to feel them out. But up to that point, usually they're just following me around and trying to absorb everything. They're trying to just take it all in. Um, so three to five, you know, I start to say, hey, here's my gas sniffer. Um, have you seen me doing this? You know, as I go around all the gas lines with the sniffer, do you, would you like to do that? You know, and usually they're super excited because it's like, whoa, I get, I get to do, so. I get a tool and I get to go do something. You know, um, the good news is you're not doing it. Like you're now you, I've moved on. I'm, I'm not sniffing for gas for five minutes or whatever. I'm doing something else. So it, all of a sudden after three, four, five parallels, the time that you were taking that was extra is now becoming less. Um, and you find that you actually can get done quicker because this person's actually becoming helpful. Um, like, hey, I need my ladder out of my truck to get up into the attic. You know, after the third one, they just go get it. They don't, I don't even ask. Like they'll, you know, they see me go out, get the ladder at second time, third time, fourth time. After like the fourth time, they're like, hey, do you need your ladder? Boom, they're out, they're on my truck getting their ladder, bringing it in. You know, it's so things like that, like they, they, they catch on. Um, so I start giving little tasks. Um, again, makes them feel like, they're involved, which you want them to. Uh, it is giving them, you know, a field experience of doing a job with tools and, and confidence. Um, one thing I do not do um, is I do all the talking. Um, a, a parallel is just that, like you have not crossed over, you are not a state certified inspector. You haven't crossed over Basically, and I don't, I hate to say it this way, but I don't know another way of saying this, but you kind of have not earned the right to speak to the client and the realtor yet. Like you, you, you haven't gotten there. You, I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth. So I don't want you talking. And I, and I make that very clear to them right up front. I say, you know, this, you need to be seen and not heard. Um, just, just sit back, you know, do what I say, listen to me, ask questions, all those things, but don't, don't talk. Um, and that being said, I, I have a, a story. I knew I was going to have to add some time into this webinar, but um, it'll be quick. So some of the issues and concerns with doing parallels um, is one of them is you could get somebody with a bad personality or what I would like to say is a know-it-all. Uh, you get this guy who's like been in construction for 20. I've been in construction for 25 years. You know, it's like, great. Okay. Super. Now you want to be a home inspector, you know? And it's like, that's awesome. You know, you probably know a lot about houses, maybe more than me, but there's so much more to being a home inspector than just knowing how to build a house. Um, so I had a guy, uh, we'll call him Joe. Um, 
you know, we went through the whole thing. Um, actually, we'll, I'll back up. We'll call it Joe and Mary. Joe had a wife um, and they were going to do a, a, a tandem thing where he was the inspector and she was the marketing and office manager. And they were going to start this from scratch. No experience. Joe is a massively experienced construction worker, knows everything about everything. And Mary is a marketing major, college degree, knows everything about marketing companies and everything. So great. So I get them both on the phone when we're doing our initial consultation talk to set it up. And we go, I tell them what's up. I said, she said, can I, do you, do you mind if I write along? I'd like to know how uh, the process works with the realtors and, and see how you speak. I said, sure, that's fine. I don't care. You know, you know, just don't say anything. You know, I, I don't really want you talking too much. You know, if you want to go pull a realtor aside and talk to them, I don't care. But like, if you want to talk about the color of the house or, you know, this and that, that's fine, but don't, don't talk about inspections. Um, so we go to our very first inspection and I didn't know what to expect, but this guy uh, and wife show up and immediately I could just tell he's, I could just tell he was just one of those guys. And, you know, he's asking the questions, but he, he's asking questions more in a way of like, do I see that or do I understand what I'm looking at? Do you know what this is? And I'm like, well, who, who's on the parallel here? Am I, am I on the parallel or are you on the parallel? So immediately I was just taken back and his wife was just, I, I you know, they were, they were interesting just to say the least. And we get to a point where in the outside, we, we're inside the house and we're in the basement and this is a, a nervous buyer um, with first time home buyer nervous and the realtor is not, the realtor is uh, trying to make the deal. Let's just say that. And I go in this basement and it's chaos. There's like the, the client came with like three people. There was the realtor. And now I have these two, two people on this parallel. And it was just a lot of commotion lots of people talking, lots of just, just stuff happening everywhere, a lot of noise. And I get in the basement and the basement wall is just, I, there's a horizontal crack across the thing. I, it was just nasty. And I was like, oh my goodness gracious. I, you know, this is the first inspection. This guy's coming on. I have this first time home buyer who's nervous. I have this realtor who's like, you know, licking his chops to try to make the deal. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So I'm just, I'm going to do my thing, right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to just walk everybody through how this is going to go, you know, with the wall. So I get, this is at the point where I'm already done with the basement. I've done all the mechanics, you know, we're, we're ready to um, have the talk about the basement. And I'm, I start talking and I'm like, so let's talk about this crack over here. And this guy, we're calling Joe interrupts me in the middle of me talking to the realtor and the client and starts telling everyone how to fix this basement wall and what they need to do. And I, I, I've never been angry, like on an inspection before, like angry, angry. And I, my blood was boiling. I was so, I was like, what is happening right now? Are you really talking? A, are you talking? And B, are you actually giving them a repair? And, and everyone starts paying attention to him. Like the client turns and looks at him. And I was like, I looked over at him. And I don't know, I must have had a look on my face that was like sheer terror. Because I, I looked at this guy and I just put my mouth up, my, you know, like gave him the shush look. And I just went like this. And I looked at his wife and I said, shut him up right now. And she's, she ran over and grabbed him and like pulled him away. And I had to like compose myself. And I looked at her and I said, I'm, I'm sorry about that. He's a trainee, but he, he doesn't really know what he's talking about. Um, and he actually, he didn't know what he was talking about. He, the repair he was trying to explain was off the rails. It was, it was lunacy. So I, at that point I realized, okay, 
I might have to um, do a little better job of researching these people before I just bring someone on an inspection. Um, because I was like, this is, that's crazy. Um, and I basically told that guy, we went outside and I chewed his ass out on the street and before I got on my truck. And I said, don't you ever interrupt me when I'm speaking to a client. Don't you ever, you know, talk over me. I said, if you want to continue doing this, um, you know, you're going to have to come along and just keep your mouth shut. You know, and his wife apologized up and down. And then um, I ended up, they only came on two more and I, I had to let them go. I, I said, you know, just I'll, I'll fill out the affidavits for the ones you did. And I, I got to let you go because I can't, I, I, I literally can't you know, have you around me anymore. So that's the downside. And, and that's only happened to me one time, you know, one person, but, you know, I, I, I want to be real and say like, it's not all great. You know, you can get guys that are, you know, conflicting with your personality. You can get know-it-alls who, you know, you start going out there and, and doing your thing. And then they start, you know, questioning your inspection. Or are you going to look at that? And I had guys ask me if I was going to look at stuff, you know, Hey, did you forget to look at that? I said, no, I didn't forget. I'm not looking at that. You know, I'm looking at this over here, you know, so that'll happen sometimes. And you got to quickly let people know who's the boss. You know, I always tell people when you're on a home inspection, I don't care if the homeowner's there, the realtor's there, the client's there. I don't care who's there. If the, the Johnny, the new flooring guy's there to measure the rooms to put flooring in, there's a painter there that's going to paint the house that I don't care who's there. If this is the time slot for the home inspection, you are the boss of that time. I, I've said that to everybody I've ever trained. And like this is, you are in charge of that, you know, however many hours you're there, you're in charge and you have to treat it as such. That doesn't mean you have to be, um, overbearing or be you know like but you need to be running the situation you can't let the realtor run it you can't let the client run it you know it's the same as like when people you know say oh god your client came and they brought 16 of their family members um and i ended up getting pulled into 16 different rooms all in and ask all these questions like well you got you have to like you got to put a stop to that you got to just be like hey listen this is how this inspection is going to go and this is how i'm going to inspect and you are going to follow me around. Um, and you can ask all the questions you want and you can, you know, be wherever I'm at, but like, you got to follow me. I'm, I'm in charge of this. Um, and realtors know that, that use me and they appreciate that I kind of run the show, um, but not in a conceited kind of way, just in a, like, if you don't take charge, that situation will take charge of you so fast. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it a hundred times. Um, money, you know, don't let money, um, you just be upfront about that. You know, whatever it is you're going to charge. Um, if, if you're charging hundred dollars an inspection, if you're charging $200 an inspection for parallel, you, you just make sure they know. Um, I, my policy is they can pay as they go. They just pay, pay me right there. When they show up, they give me, cause then if I don't ever see them again and they disappear, I at least got paid for that one, right? Um, but they do not get their affidavits until I get paid, period. Um, usually, I just get a feel for it. I tell them, you know, like, hey, you, you pay me up front. And then um, if I know, see that they're a good person, like they're, they're like stand up, I, I let it go and, and they can, um, you know, they can acquire five of them and then pay me or pay me at the end. And I haven't gotten... I've never gotten, you know, um, taken advantage of it from the money sense. But if you, as long as you're upfront about that, um, I don't, let me see if there's any follow-up questions. Uh-oh, where's the, lots of questions from being a multi-inspector firm. Um, so Brian, how do you divide inspections between your inspectors? Um, so basically, um, we have a schedule, uh, our inspections come in. Um, I have an office manager. The way we are right now with four guys, I have a guy that's weekends only, I have a guy that's evenings only, and then me and another guy are, are like full-time on the schedule. It's, it's basically a 
some of it is re by request. You know, you'll have a realtor that requests certain inspectors. Um, second line of, of fire is usually location. You know, if it's closer to one guy's house or the other, um, you know, we kind of have a feel for where, where people like to go and not go. And then just, you know, how busy we are and where they're going. You know, uh, I don't know how slow things are where everybody else is, but it's pretty slow right now in the home inspection industry here. Um, when we get, when we're normal, uh, busy, um, I always want my guys to get the, you know, like, you know, I tell my office, uh, give it to the guys first. I get, I get the, the leftovers, right? So if there's three inspections for one day, two of them better have gone to my guys first and then me, you know, unless it's an absolute request from someone that can't use anybody but me, but that's fine. Um, but we are, we, we have like flipped where we're really, really slow right now, just because whatever's going on with the rates and houses and um, the holidays. But when it gets really slow, you, you do have to look out for yourself sometimes. And my guys know this, they have, they all have other jobs. They have, they, they, they don't do this. This isn't their only thing they do for a living where this is what I do for a living. I'm a home inspector. I own the company. So when we're really slow, I have to take the inspections, unfortunately. Um, so hopefully, Brian, that answers your questions on how I divide them. Um, hey, 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 we're asking a lot of questions about, do you require ride-alongs to have liability insurance? That's a really good question. Um, so they are, um, it's a very good question. I believe they're covered under my liability insurance, just like it would be um, if I, if my ladder fell over and hit somebody in the head while I was on inspection, my liability insurance is going to cover that client or that realtor. It's the same thing. It, it would work for a, a ride-along guy. Um, but as far as like I don't ask them if they have insurance. Um, you know, they're only coming along for 10 of them, but it's a good question. Like if they got hurt while they were on one of my inspections, um, what's the what's the process there? What happens? You know, can they sue me? Can they sue my insurance? I don't know. I, that knock on wood, that hasn't happened. Um, but it, maybe that is something I need to look into just because it's a good question. Um Are part-time inspectors desirable for large inspection firms? Uh, absolutely, yes. Um, I guess it would just depend on, you know, availability. You know, you don't, you don't want part-time. You know, it, the definition of part-time meaning like, does this guy only give you one slot a week that he can work and that's it? Like, you know, or does part-time mean, you know, he works a day job but every evening he can do inspections or he does inspections, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the weekends you know, yeah, definitely. Um, but as far as, you know, like, it's usually availability. Like I have a guy that's only available on the weekends. He works full-time. He doesn't want to do them during the week. And I, I, you know, quite honestly, I'm like, that's fine. You only want to do them on the weekends. Fine. I take the weekends off. He does the weekends. Um, so fine with me, but you know, it depends on how big, you know, when you say large firm, you know, I, if, if it's, over 10 inspectors, you know, I guess they'd have to ask themselves, like, how busy are we? What's, what sort of, um, what kind of revenue are we bringing in? Therefore, how many inspection slots do we need to have? You know, how many inspections come in versus how many slots we need to have? Are we losing business because we don't have enough slots available for all the work that's coming in? Then that pretty much answers your we have to have only full-time guys or part-time guys. But if someone's in that position, good on them. I mean, that's great. I've, I've never been in a place where I, you know, filled every single slot that I had available on my schedule. Um, so if, if that day comes, that would be fantastic. Um, so in California, parallel inspection not required, should I offer to compensate an established inspector in order to gain experience? If so, what would be considered fair? Um, so this is from Richard Ramirez. I, like I said, I charge a hundred dollars, but again, our inspections aren't 
the cost that they are in California. Um, you know, I would think fair to give a guide, you're getting training, you're going out, you're getting field experience, you know, anywhere $150, $200 to give that guy. You know, the, I feel like the experience you're going to acquire on a parallel inspection is invaluable. It, it's the best experience you're going to get. So it, it trumps anything. I mean, learning in, um, what we learn in a classroom environment is awesome. And, and like I said, we have to know all that. Um, but going in the field and seeing how it's done and putting it into action is, you, there's nothing better than that. There's even the house of horrors is, is an awesome thing, but if, you know, there's not a client in the realtor standing in front of you asking you questions, you know, they're not, you know, giving you the look or the realtor is off in the corner, like biting their nails because they're so afraid that you're going to say something crazy. You know, that is experience you can only get by actually being on an inspection. Um, and, you know, I'd say that's got to have value that, that, that there's a value to that, that you're paying someone who has that experience and has established themselves. Um, so again, you know, mine, I'm charging about a third of, you know, less than a third, but of, about what my inspection costs. Um, so whatever, you know, you can maybe use that as a guide. Um, I don't really have, you know, parallels. The whole thing is a new kind of thing. So I don't really have a, uh, a scale for, for what, what it's worth. But I was just trying to be fair. Um, and I thought after 10 of these, um, it's going to cost somebody a thousand dollars. You know, and I thought, well, you know, not a lot of people just have a thousand dollars laying around. So I thought, hey, they're going to do 10 of them, hundred dollars each. It's a thousand dollars. That's, that's kind of where I came up with it. But again, some states, like I said before, that have, um, you know, there's 18 states that require parallels of some sort. Most of those states are way more than 10 parallels, you know, so, you know, maybe that factors in too. If you're, if, if you're doing this and you're bringing guys on, you know, maybe it, 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 at the end of the day, if they got to go on 35 parallels, you know, that's a lot of money, you know, but again, that's a lot of money, you know, at a hundred dollars a parallel, you're making 3,500 extra dollars to do literally nothing, but bring somebody along with you and help you. Um, so it's something to think about. Um, uh, Jasmine. Do you have any advice for those looking for ride-alongs or is it preferable to be a student or get your certification first? I would say get the certification. If you've never, if, if Jasmine, if you are completely new, like you've never done anything in the home inspection industry whatsoever, I would say maybe go on a ride-along, find someone you can tag along with just to see what being on an inspection is like. Um, unless you had your own home inspected and you saw it and that, and you're like, well, I, I like this. Um, I think it's always better before you invest into classroom and invest all of that money and time into a certification and all the time that that takes, you should probably know whether or not it's something you're, you would want to do, like something you're, um, want to go out and, and be like, I can see myself doing this. So in that case, I would say at least go on one, even if it's not a necessarily an actual parallel, um, go on a ride along with someone um, and just say, hey, I, I just want to see if this is for me. Then start the classes. If you say, like, I love this, this is something I see myself doing. Um, if you've already done that and you, you, you know you want to be an inspector, like you're 100% committed to this, then my advice is get all the classroom work done first. Get all of that. And then maybe as you're starting to get to the end, you know, maybe you have a, a couple of classes to get certified in, or you, you're getting ready to take the big state test or the national exam. Um, right before you're about to do that, start your parallels, you know, and then you can kind of do them in conjunction with each other. Um, it, the two reasons for that is one, it, um, you'll be fresh you'll ask a lot of questions and you'll be, you'll be absorbing things. And um, two, it will actually help you on the exam because you'll, you'll have done parallels and you'll have seen feel actual field work. You know, don't, don't go take the, the big national exam and never have gone on an inspection before in the field. You know, I would, I think you'd definitely want to 
put some of that into action first. So um, if there are no other questions, um, I actually ran over five minutes. So I uh, appreciate everyone's time. This has been great. Um, I hope everybody got something out of this. I really do. Um, and again, it's, you know, if, if you're new and you're looking to become an inspector, you know, go to Internashi, call your state, you know, call realtors, figure out how you can get along, get on a ride with someone. Um, if you're an established inspector and you're trying to bring in some more revenue um, and you're trying to maybe interview new talent, um, it's an awesome way to do that. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed my time doing it and I've enjoyed my time uh, doing this webinar. So with that, I will sign off and you all have a blessed evening. Take care. Thank you.